0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday, February 27th, 2020. I am Dan Lubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Joined, as always on Thursdays, by 24 7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Waltfong.
1: How are you, Steve? Good morning, Daniel. I'm doing all right, man. The sun is shining. The white-powdered snow is on the ground. I think it probably looks the same down I-70 and date all the way to Columbus.
0: If you delete the sun part, sure, because it is the Gem City, and that's what we do. Let's get to the meat of the discussion. Last week on this very show, Steve Wolfong and I did a deep dive on two running backs, Travion Henderson from Richmond, Virginia and Donovan Edwards from the state of Michigan. These were, in my opinion, the two best backs in the class. You can check their rankings across the services, and they are up there. In that time, though, since we did that show, you have flipped your crystal ball for Donovan Edwards to commit to the Ohio State University. Please explain to us why you did that.
1: Well, I had been leaning that way for a while. Um, The intel around that recruitment has been saying that Ohio State and Georgia – were the ones in front, and uh, I didn't necessarily know between those two who was in pole position. I thought Georgia did a really good job on his visit down there um, before the dead period. Um, I would have leaned towards Ohio State because of proximity, and, and, and among other things, uh, but I, I thought that Georgia has, is really firmly in this one. I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm ruling out Michigan or LSU or some other schools, and, you know, he's going to take some more trips. I talked about going down to Texas. And um, But uh, tag-seeming the story with Alan True, it sounds like uh, Ohio State is the one to beat, and, and Alan and I both put in our crystal ball forecast uh, at the same time.
0: Given uh, his whereabouts, there was a lot of confidence he was going to go to Michigan. Is that because he grew up a Michigan fan or had visited there a lot? But there does seem to be some serious angst now with the crystal balls turning towards their rival.
1: Well, early on, uh, he was definitely pegged to go to Michigan. I I think that his dad's a Michigan fan. I think he was a Michigan fan. You would go to his games and he would have Michigan gear on. And uh, um, so early on, uh, you know, everything favored the Wolverines, but built relationships and he's seen who's developed the running backs and and, uh, you, you know, how state's going to have another high draft pick at the running back position. Michigan hasn't had a running back drafted since Mike Hart in 2008, which just blows my mind because I feel like they've had good running backs in between then. Um, and, and I actually like where their running back room is at right now, but, um, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Carlos Hyde, um, just off the top of my head, uh, out of Michael Weber, um, you know, Rod Smith, that's a lot of guys. Uh, did Rod Smith get drafted? I know he played, I know he got some burn in the league. But anyway, um, I, I just think when you go through the process, things can change. I mean, hell, early in the process, Jackson Carmen was considered an Ohio state and he went through the process and, and fell more in love with Clemson. So things can change um, for these young men that um, are considered uh, to go to in state powerhouse U. Uh, but then when they go through the process, um, you know, they they find that their fit is better elsewhere.
0: He's a very versatile player. If you watch his tape, he takes direct snaps, line him up as a receiver in passing downs, et cetera. Do you think adding Edwards, if Ohio State does it, would mean Travion Henderson would definitely go elsewhere?
1: I, would, I can't say definitely. You know, it's hard to predict that they would land the top two running backs in the country. Um, you'd be happy with just one of the two but I haven't heard either of them say that they're not going to the school that the other guy's not going to or an Evan Pryor or a Will Shipley or an LJ Johnson. You know, those are all guys that, um, seem to be high on Ohio state as well. Donovan also is a factor on, on special teams, but, uh um, you know, they'll keep recruiting. I, I mean, I think it's clear that Ohio state wants to take two this cycle. Do you generally land two blue chippers? No, but it has been done before. And, and so, um, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Travion Henderson is intrigued by Ohio State. He's going to come in for the spring game. I'm not, I don't think Ohio State's like the leader for him right now, but they're one of the schools recruiting him the hardest, uh, alongside Oklahoma. And 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 so, you know, we'll we'll see how that one goes.
0: Just to finish up on Edwards here, you've seen a lot of running backs in this class.
1: What makes Edwards one of the top ones? Well, you talked about it. I mean, the versatility, all the things that he can do uh, for your offense. He can catch the ball. You can can flex him out um, and uh, throw him a one-on-one ball to win a game. Um, But obviously, in between the tackles, he's quick, he's decisive, he's got good vision, he finds his top-end speed quickly, he's physical. He's just one of the more coveted backs in the country. When you talk to sources across the country, he's uh, at or near the top of everybody's board. And and I think a lot of it also has to do with the type of young man he is. He's the son of a, a middle school principal, and uh, he comes from just a good foundation as well. And so he, he's, he's a guy that checks all the boxes on and off the field right now. Sounds good to us. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk some more crutin.
0: Okay, Steve, this past weekend... You were in C-City for work, of course, Las Vegas Pylon National event, and you got to see arguably the best offensive player in the country, Seattle area native Emeka Egbuka, wide receiver athlete type, same high school as G. Scott. Tell us what you learned about Emeka and possibly his interest in Ohio State while you were out there.
1: Oh man, it was fun to watch him compete. The number one receiver in the top two four seven and twenty four seven sports composite. He represented uh, at that level out there. He was—I mean, no one can match up with him. He was a touchdown machine in every seven seven game. Scored two, three, four times a, a, a twenty-minute game. I mean, he could beat you in a variety of ways—a um, a, a route, a, a quick route runner that obviously has speed to burn um uh, sure-handed and confident and physically ready to play on a college football team right now I, I mean he could forego his senior year of high school and, and be a difference maker uh for a college team right now uh I, I, as far as recruiting goes not much new in, in that regard if you've been paying close attention on the front row Ohio State I, I like their position right now uh, I think they have the edge um but Clemson and Washington are very much in the middle of this recruitment as well um and, and uh Oklahoma is a school that he wants to visit this spring you talk about I, I really see a lot of similarities in the way that uh Oklahoma and Ohio State are recruiting with the head coaches being very involved and um both programs having a lot, a lot to sell from just a success standpoint and just kind of the way they carry themselves and i think we're starting to kind of see a few more Ohio State, Oklahoma, uh, type battles for these skill players moving forward. You know, Travion Henderson already mentioned, uh, as the two, he had told me the two schools recruiting them the hardest, Oklahoma and, and Ohio State. Uh, I, I think Oklahoma is making a later move with the Mecca. Uh, but I, I think if you asked him who was recruiting them the hardest, they would say Oklahoma right up there with Ohio State. Um, and, uh, so, Um, But I I think between Ryan Day, Brian Hartline, and and Ohio State's production uh, at the position and development, they have the edge. Uh, They talked to him about having a Paris Campbell-type role in the offense, which excites him, and he'll get back to campus. And and, uh, so a lot of recruiting still to go in this one. Perhaps uh, there'll be some changes at the top, but if I'm y'all, I wouldn't want that. I, I like where Ohio State's positioning right now. I
0: mentioned that he went to the same high school as G. Scott. I misspoke. J.T. Tumalau, another tremendous prospect out there, went to the same high school as G. Scott. Though I do think it's very helpful if you're recruiting a Seattle-based wide receiver, the have one on your roster when it
1: comes to visit.
0: Another name you introduced to us the other day, Jansen Dunn, Kentucky athlete. Ohio State is interested. Give us the latest.
1: Yeah, he's out of South Warren High there in Bowling Green, Kentucky. He's a two-way player that's had had some really good testing numbers last year going into his junior year. He ran four, five, four on the Nike laser with a four one five shuttle, which is really elite with a 40 inch plus vertical leap. He's a 22 foot long jumper. So he's explosive. His dad played basketball at Miami, uh, Miami, Florida, not Miami, Ohio. And uh, um, so he comes from an athletic athletic cloth as well and he's a guy that's really seen his stock rise uh since his junior season uh has over 20 offers he's going to visit ohio state this coming week he's got an official locked in with oklahoma on april 17th that's the only official he has scheduled right now uh tennessee has done a good job in this recruitment early as has louisville and, and and then miami uh with where his dad played he visited them and uh, visited them uh, before the dead period but I really could see Ohio State making a move uh, with Jansen Dunn. obviously with I mean you can say this about pretty much every position room at Ohio State now but with their development at DB um, and and the coaching staff you know we'll see how that visit goes next week and see if Ohio State if this is a guy Ohio State wants to push for but if it is that he's obviously interested as he as he's coming to campus and uh, you heard some of the other schools I mentioned pushing for him. So he's he's got over 20 offers and and really kind of blossoming into a blue chip guy. As these shows go with Steve
0: and we get closer to signing day for this class, I'm telling you, it's going to be the best one ever at Ohio State. And that's an unbelievable statement to be able to make. So the future is bright, Buck Nutters. Have a good one.
1: Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.